0: Rolling.
1: the God damn you! I fucking told you I was starting this shit, you motherfucker. We're still rolling. Don't start over. <laughs> I told you I was starting it, so you shut it. Run it. Dude. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Compose yourself. Got it.
0: I'm Ah, we are rolling.
1: Boom, shakalaka. He's on fire. I am fucking in fuego. We are back for another episode of the Love Files, and we are fucking locked and loaded.
0: See, it's good to be back, and I've been dying to talk about love. I love loves.
1: Can I tell a story before we get into this? Do it. The NBA Jam reference immediately takes me back to that bar arcade that we went to.
0: Cobra Arcade Bar in Phoenix. Arcade Bar Cobra. Cobra Arcade Bar, yeah, whatever.
1: And that woman was hitting on cuz... And we saw her at the fucking baseball game the next day. And she introduced herself under a different name. And she was with her husband or fiance or whatever at the baseball game. So she was clearly stepping out the night before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we almost blew her cover. Yeah, we did. (laughs) She gave us that look like. No, don't do this to me. (laughs) We have children.
1: (laughs) So we just kept stuffing our fucking face with hot dogs.
0: (laughs) It was all-you-can-eat seats, and they gave you just just terrible hot dogs, but it didn't matter. We were stuffing. (laughs) I think I had three in my pocket.
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Pocket dogs. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: But we're talking about love, and sometimes love gets ugly. Scandalous. (laughs) It's
1: extremely scandalous. So we should start off with the current state of affairs.
0: And then we'll get into cheating on our wives. (laughs) Yes, yes, we can do
1: that afterwards, yes. I guess we'd have to be married before we could do that, but one step at a time, right? I was, yeah. So what are things like with you?
0: I am presently single trying desperately to have sex with any woman during this pandemic. I think it would be fantastic <laughs> 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 uh, I'm still unwilling to pay for the first date that I am depending on the situation so if I'm not feeling the vibe or the energy you know i i I, re- I, I reserve the right to to call for halfsies or Just pay for whatever you ordered and I'll pay for whatever I ordered.
1: I thought that you did pay for a date.
0: I'm willing to, but again, it has to be the right energy. And I have to think there's a genuine connection and desire. But anytime I've not paid, it always ended poorly. And I don't know if it's because of that or... Again, we've discussed this before. I still vehemently disagree. I think that people can be rational and come to... A reasonable conclusion at the end of a date and not a, not expect anything from the other person we're, we're under no obligation to do anything going on a date doesn't mean i i owe you i'm not obligated and you're not obligated to me why should i have to pay
1: but if things are going well then you are going to pay
0: i'm going I'm, I'm more i'm willing to engage in that generous behavior or because I I feel that I will something will reciprocate
1: well maybe this is why you're single benefit well I don't want to start
0: paying for everybody's meal just on a whim (laughs) 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 the 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 moment so I went on a tinder date recently and we met up at Santam Brewery and we're there watching the early games the 11 a.m games (laughs) the 10 a.m games out here in Arizona because we don't have to worry about that time zone shit. (laughs) And I'm having a a lovely Bloody Mary, and she orders a full-on meal. I order a meal, but they screwed up my order, and I ended up getting two meals. I walked out of there with two skillets, one carne, one chicken. (laughs) I had food for weeks. (laughs) And I just said, no, let's just split. I'm not paying for your meal. And I just said, why don't you pay for what you pay for and I'll pay what I pay for. And then I I discussed it, but I could just feel the energy not being there from the start. She came in and she goes, she said something about, something to the effect of she felt too dressed up. And I immediately responded almost without thinking, are you?
1: (laughs) and then i
0: caught myself in my head like oh shit i just sent (laughs) it
1: jesus christ yeah you started off on a great foot
0: so from there i was just like i I looked at it i was like oh shit i screwed this up i was like we might as well just call it right now (laughs) i was was ready to just stop we we can't go on it's not going anywhere (laughs) <laughs> let's just handshake and get the hell out of here.
1: Jesus Christ!
0: <laughs> but you have to walk through this whole process and make bullshit conversation. You already know it's a fucking shit show. So I guess in that moment I was like, yeah, you know, let's let's split the check or just pay for whatever we uh, whatever we ordered. And it was clumsy. I can't say it was as articulate as I as my normal charming self, <laughs> but.
1: I'm sure women find it very charming when you try to tell them that you're splitting the check with them or not paying for their.
0: <laughs> I still feel th- I still feel that the the obligation component. I, I feel like there is some repartee or <laughs> requirements or some assumptions made about or where this goes if I'm paying, you know. And so, like the old office saying is, you know, if you if you order lobster, you're going to have to put out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why can't you just demonstrate that you're a good person first and then they would be more willing to put out
0: because I've gotten burned so many times where I've spent more like sometimes these dates get extraordinarily expensive you get not only drinks but you get food and I go to nice places and I ring up you know, a good $100 plus bill You know, and so a night out can done properly because I am suave and debonair to be, to put it lightly, like I know how to have a good time on the city. I like to travel. I like to go see games. I like to go to museums, doing yoga in weird places. (laughs) Could be the middle of the beach, could be in the middle of a baseball field, but it's definitely an adventure and it costs. And I'm just trying to manage my budget to the best of my ability. I am by no means a one percenter, definitely privileged, proud to live in an economic giant like this where I can squeeze out a middle-class living, but I'm definitely aware of my privilege. And as a man, my privilege is to present an opportunity where equality exists. And I think along the lines of equality is that I should not be obligated by a traditional value or rule Again, that's probably worth some research. How did this start? This whole notion of chivalry, right? And why is it I can't be wined and dined by my lady? Or on the first date.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, here you are on the flip side saying if they get the lobster that there's going to be some sort of expectations. Implications?
0: Insinuation? (laughs) Insinuation.
1: So you're holding to that tradition where you could just be trying to be a decent guy. Maybe not set yourself up for these expensive ass dates. Plan accordingly.
0: The cheapest way is, is to get a cup of coffee. That's always a morning date and you're not as likely to get laid on a morning date. <laughs> it's a, a fact of life. You know, it's probably better to...
1: But you can test the energy and then not get sucked into a whole dinner.
0: Have you ever gotten laid on a breakfast like coffee date? (laughs) Is that something you've pulled off before? I've actually done it, so I can't can't disagree. I would say coffee speeds up my libido too, which completely removes my need for a sildenafil or my penis enhancement medicine that I take occasionally when I get stage fright.
1: I think when I had a girlfriend probably, but not after a first date, I don't go on coffee dates very often. I hate coffee, fuck coffee.
0: Ah. <laughs> Thinking, walking around New York City and just drinking latte in slow mo <laughs> when I should have gone to LaGuardia and not JFK. Did I ever tell you that story?
1: We could save it That's for another I... time, bitch. <laughs>
0: Either way. So I've been struggling out there. I met somebody at a, you know, I just meet people every now and then. We went camping this weekend and somebody said they were going to set me up. I met someone on Bumble we're chatting. I actually got them to listen to the podcast, which I appreciate. Like I gave some tremendous feedback. It's kind of just everything's just moving slow. Like there's not really anything going on. There's no eagerness. There's no vigor. There's no energy. Honestly, I'd like to get outside and, and do something like it. It takes a certain personality. And honestly, dating during COVID has been incredibly challenging. I think I met someone at an election party recently and, and just talking to them. They seem like a very nice person, but they also seemed out of work. And so getting back to like this payment thing, it's just like, oh, I don't know if I have another I can afford to feed another mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got all, I got one bitch already
1: cleaning <laughs> me out,
0: snoring like a buffalo in my recliner right now. <laughs> she won't even pee on command for Christ's
1: sake. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> but you know, the if I'm gonna meet someone, you know, they gotta accept a dog right? The dog is, is now a part of part of my life, part of my world. You meet cat people. So I met someone recently, and they, they said they had allergies. So the dog was out. and like That was the first part of the conversation. Like, is that dog a permanent thing in your life? <laughs> I'm like, yep.
1: <laughs> so I hopped back onto the dating apps after my recent ventures, and somebody in their description or bio, whatever you want to call it, literally said, If you have a dog, it can't sleep in the bed. You're making a wild assumption that you're even going to get to my bed. (laughs) 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 And for you to tell me that Frank ain't loud. (laughs) excuse me, he was here first.
0: I think separate beds is good. Like we'll meet in the middle, have some sex, but you know, we can go our separate corners. I'll just take my dog and you can take your cat or blanket or whatever it is you do.
1: yeah i have several guest bedrooms go cozy up vibrating in there. turtle i've
0: seen oh
1: my jesus christ
0: <laughs> some do that really long pillow I don't know that, that. they have all those throw pillows on their beds <laughs> i don't know what else they're for
1: maybe they sleep with them <laughs> oh my god
0: so speaking of which I took the dog camping this weekend. We almost froze to death because I didn't bring too many blankets. Like, that's just like I brought a sleeping bag. And, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a minimalist, you know? So. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, throw <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: it's so cold, too. <laughs> You're freezing her to death. She's limping around. You let her get kicked by a horse.
0: Yeah, 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 she could kicked by a horse. I don't think anybody knows about that. Christ. <laughs> Is there like an animal dog services or something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You take such good care of her, but like, how do you set her up for these stupid situations?
0: I told her, I said, that's a horse. You have to be careful. <laughs> she didn't listen. Oh I don't know god. how to explain a horse to an 11 month old dog. Like, how do you. Jesus Christ. Roo- do they understand that?
1: <laughs> Just block her off. Keep her on the leash. Oh, no,
0: no. I, I believe in a free-range animal. So I let her at camping. She was free-range. And in the morning, she actually went down the, down the way and met the other campers in the neighborhood. And they were really kind about it and everything was cool. Uh, but she came back later after they were gone to go raid their camper for uh, food. <laughs> <was> like, Jesus. <laughs> you sly son of a bitch. And I was like... People think we're probably pulling some racket, you know, like the guy's <laughs> running the monkey in the organ grinder. <laughs> and he takes your wallet. <laughs> uh. All right, tea. Spill the tea.
1: So, oh boy. I don't even know where to begin. Let's start with a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week or two. I sent a text to the road trip girl and got no response. Just a, Hey, how you doing? Sorry about if there's any bad blood or anything like that. Hope things are going well. Hope we can catch up soon. Nothing back figured. Anyway, I'm still talking to the girl that I met in Moab, right? Yes. She's my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, my friend that is one of my exes has stopped talking to me completely just ghosted me as a friend so i figured that she probably met somebody and wanted to put me on the back burner didn't want me interfering or anything like that i haven't bothered texting her in like a month or two but i was just i guess surprised to see that she let a new guy control who her friends are So whatever, she can do whatever she wants to do. I'm not going to bother her. I obviously am respecting her space, but I'm just surprised. So I lost a friend in that regard. And then on the same day that I found out that she was in a relationship, the girl from Moab decides to tell me that she's in a relationship with somebody that she's met in Phoenix. So Mm. that's just fantastic. Just a bunch of nut punches right in a row, right? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but maybe you bent over and you found $20 on the ground.
1: No, no, none of those things happens. <laughs>
0: so you just got punched in the nuts. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I just got punched in the nuts. So in the interim, when I returned from the road trip and prior to me visiting you again, a girl that I had had a crush on for easily 10 plus years decided that she finally wants to come on to me. Well, there's complications with that situation, and I don't want to be her last resort. So I turned her away, and I have other people barking up my tree, but I turned them away because I'm more focused on myself and the potential of what might be happening with the girl in Moab, or that I met in Moab.
0: Were you hoping for something with Moab?
1: I guess it was a long shot, but it is what it is. Life moved to be on. honest,
0: you thought you were going to move down here and move in with me and tap that ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still probably going to do that someday.
0: I bet you are. <laughs> I can't see. You guys have this. You guys have some raw passion. Who? You and Moab. Oh, yeah. But I've, I've seen it. And maybe that's just you because you're an intense dude. So actually, now I'm thinking about it. You probably a trip to fuck. <laughs> Whoa. What? I just thought about that. I just thought about having sex with you. (laughs) It's it's the wildest ride. Like, What is it like to fuck tea? And I bet (laughs) it's an intense experience. Yes. I believe you are a wild ride, sir.
1: Yeah. So to hang with me and be interested in me and like you said, meet that energy when we're out of the bedroom as well. I was excited about that.
0: Right. Must be all those carbs you're eating. Right. <laughs> all those bagels. So yep. what's happening? The everything
1: bagels and the pita. You got to feed the mitochondria.
0: <laughs> no sardines or oysters for you, huh? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: so That's I've taken guy. all of this angst and I've decided to start working out again. I'm changing up my diet. I think I'm going to eat just chicken, eggs, bagels, peanut butter, apples, water, chocolate milk, orange juice, vitamins.
0: You got to start caring about your health. It's all we have.
1: So where do we go from here?
0: I think you and I have something cooking. I'm probably more in love with you than I, than I have been <laughs> than anybody else, minus the dog here right and dick francisco we love we love dick francisco happy birthday dick by the way i know that you are aging gracefully and happy birthday day everything (laughs) we appreciate everything you've done and everything you do in service to the queen (laughs) her majesty (laughs) but we we keep putting ourselves out there i know what i am and i am what i am right (laughs) it's a quote it's a quote popeye (laughs) And I, I think it'll happen. And I, I, a friend of mine that I went camping with, his, my friend Kyle, he, he's got that deep love with his girl and I and I look at him and I'm so jealous and I'm like, that's what I want. I don't want that, this fuck me the first night love, but I want that forever passionate love and someone who just gets the goofiness of me and can accept that and actually roll with it, roll, bounce off of it, not accept it. Like you don't even accept it. I don't accept anything. Just roll with me. Just ride or die.
1: That's right. I think everybody's looking for their ride or die. And that's what I want too. But as you said earlier, I'm an intense person. But I also think that I'm humorous. And I think that I'm always trying to make everybody else in the room feel comfortable with who they are. So whether it be letting out my vulnerabilities before anybody else does or trying to crack a joke or something of that nature. I think I always try to make everybody feel comfortable. And I think that's why I connected with the woman from Moab so quickly.
0: That and I think Frank was a huge help.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Having Frank always helps. That's why I got him. Part of why I got him. Yeah. It's part of why I picked him particularly. I was like, oh, you such a cute boy. You such a cute boy. Who's a good boy? Him's a good boy.
0: Mine's snoring like a buffalo still. (laughs) probably it's probably so loud you're gonna have to edit out the sound (laughs) no your your energy is infectious and i think people can instantly read the good energy you give off so yeah it it made it much easier for you to to spark up something real at least temporarily and honestly i had a fantastic time with moab and uh, her friends the one that made you avocados and you almost spit them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I I've never heard best. such a story. <laughs> I did my best to
1: swallow them down, man. I told you I didn't like them, but they were prepared for me anyway, so I ate them out of courtesy.
0: <laughs> You're like my dad. Doesn't like avocados. Who the hell doesn't like avocados? <laughs>
1: they remind me of baby diarrhea. Because
0: <laughs> they're slimy. Yeah, that texture.
1: Yeah. It's gross.
0: Baby diarrhea is much slicker. It's more like
1: How much baby diarrhea have you handled?
0: Pumpkin got snow.
1: Jesus my like pumpkin persimmon? Guts. Like
0: when a like when a persimmon pumpkin goes rotten. Guts or like, with a like plum seeds goes and rotten. Shit. <laughs> it just like explodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm <laughs> just right. thinking of the
1: more liquidy shit. Avocado, okay. guacamole. Can we get back you know, on subject? Have
0: I had known you? I, no. <laughs> and, and the other one that I... I it was the one time I had to sleep out in the backyard in the pool. I got bit by mosquitoes. And then I think I woke up at 6 a.m. and started messaging you to hurry up. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going I'm back in for seconds or thirds or whatever it was. But
1: I was having a lovely time.
0: You were having <laughs> a great morning. And I'm, I think I was reading my phone... Maybe my battery was dying. I can't. Maybe I didn't have as many phone options because of that. I think otherwise I'd have a, <laughs> maybe read a few more articles. <laughs> so. I did find the M&Ms in the fridge, and that was actually very pleasing. <laughs>
1: this helped yourself. Huh? Great
0: sugar. Oh, yeah. This is fantastic. <laughs> there may have been some Thai leftovers. I forget.
1: <laughs> we definitely had some memorable experiences.
0: Yeah, and I think you we're going we're gonna to have to keep having them. And that's the only way to find that one. I think it's, I don't think it's going to happen online. No. Uh, I I keep swiping and and honestly, all I'm getting is people angry because I didn't buy them the first meal.
1: (laughs) That's why this felt so different, I guess. And while I did reactivate my dating apps, I don't really give a fuck. Like I'm not really interested in it. I'm not because nothing is going to match that energy for a while. And I'm the type of person that when they start to develop feelings for somebody like this, then you don't just shift very quickly because I'm at the point where I'm over that mentality of just jumping into bed with people repeatedly. So what the fuck?
0: It also distracts from other things you could be doing.
1: Yeah, I've been a lot more productive. Like I said, I've been working out. So, whoever gets their hands and on I mean, me next is going to be loving <laughs> the results they have on their hands.
0: And you're already lean as it is, so you're just going to make it shred a little bit more.
1: I plan on getting rather large.
0: I think ever since my hip surgery, I've been limited as far as doing anything really. And um, outside of finishing the remainder of the, the booze that my cousin left last time you were out here and the, the yingling that you brought me, by the way, thank you. You're welcome. I haven't really put much effort into drinking and I think with all the core exercises that I'm going to be doing for my hip. Yeah. I'm going to be pretty shredded too down in that area specifically and have a really (laughs) nice pelvic. That's a nice pelvic roll. (laughs) That's what you're going to be saying.
1: I don't know how up in your pelvic bowl I'm going to be.
0: (laughs) Well, now that I'm doing these exercises, honestly, it's like, I've been doing these my whole life during sex, but I haven't been focusing on like squeezing my ass, like just squeezing my tush, my sphincter. I feel like it's like the male version of the, the keekle. Right. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I've been working these muscles that I don't ever tighten my, my ass sphincter. It's not a muscle I work when I'm exercising. So now I'm like squeezing my butt cheeks and it's just like, who does this? <laughs> Outside of squats, which I know is going to be a lifelong
1: you ever let a woman go near your butt?
0: Uh, it, I tickle. I tickle very uh, tickle very easy. My <laughs> thigh also. Very, uh... It always when when the girls would do the Ts the and they would like work their way up through your legs and they would get into my thighs and start kissing on my thighs, uh it drove me nuts and I would freak out. <laughs> and I'd want them to stop, but then they'd like keep going there and I'm like, No, just get to my penis as soon as possible, please. Like, it's hurting.
1: <laughs> I had an ex one time that said she didn't like it in the butt and then i convinced her to try it and she fell in love with it but after us doing it for a while she said you know what we've been doing this for a while and i want to try doing something different so you're gonna to have to try taking something up your butt
0: oh <laughs> brave man It requires so much trust
1: Yeah, so I let her put her vibrator in there maybe once. It got maybe halfway in, three quarters in, and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I tried to relax as much as I could. I just could not do it. Not for me, not my thing, and I did it for her because I loved her, and after that, though, I just, I just, I just couldn't do it. She still gladly took it in the ass for me, but, <laughs> <laughs> but. she did. Well, kudos to
0: the women who do that. Like we, my goodness, we salute you.
1: Yeah, well, some of them like it; they love some it. Some of
0: them like it. I've I've been with those women before. <laughs> it's a win-win for everybody, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, wow! I'm just thinking about anal sex right now.
0: Sure. No, we all are. I mean, anybody who's listening to this is now thinking about anal sex.
1: <laughs> and that's a win-win for anybody that's listening, regardless of your sexuality, right?
0: We're, we're so caught up in our tribe right now, aren't we? And I, and I think that's what scares the hell out of people about multiculturalism, because encompassed in that is you're, you're opening the doors to the homosexuals, right? And and that's given into your, your Greek, European... <laughs> ancestors who, who also designed cities that look like breasts and penises and they built monuments for it and even in this country. And I, and I think there's the repression of our sexuality and it comes from the morality of within religion, right? This, and I, I'm not against monogamy or anything, but again, these, these traditional cultural values when before we used to just Sodom and Gomorrah, right? <laughs> we, we, we tried it all. And it, that scares the hell out of people, right? That that and socialism, apparently. Right. <laughs> That's what they. It was tense. I remember it was tense when gay people won the right to, to be married. And equality scares people, too.
1: Yeah, I always try to treat women with equality. And I think maybe that is part of the perception of why I may be viewed as weak or something like that. But then again, I open the car door for a woman and she looks at me and tells me that no man's ever done that for her before. It's like, I can be a kind and caring person, but I just don't tolerate any bullshit. And I am honest to a fault at times. And so with me always speaking my mind, that probably gets me in more trouble than I care to be. But I don't put up with any bullshit. Are you trying to pull off
0: the door test? What's that? When you're doing, when you're, when you're the door test, (laughs) the door test is where you open the door for a woman. She gets in and then you walk around the back and you stop and you look into the rear view and you see if she's going to unlock and open the door for you. And if she does, that's how you know she's a keeper.
1: Oh, as
0: evidenced by Robert De Niro in the Bronx tale.
1: Ooh, ooh. Dildo girl is the one that introduced me to the Bronx tale. (laughs)
0: it all comes back it all
1: ties together (laughs) 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 no i've never tried that i just think about them i'm only thinking about their safety and security in the moment really so maybe i'll know and even then that's frowned upon so maybe i'll know in the future if that happens that that's the one for me
0: yeah, and I will probably end up making another Love Files until that, that day it comes. But I really do enjoy talking about my relationships and my sex life with you. You're like a male Dr. Ruth.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you anything and everything. What you want to know?
0: Well, I know you don't have any prospects.
1: Got no and prospects. Uh, I'm fresh on the market.
0: First round draft pick.
1: For some lucky lady.
0: Speaking of lucky lady, a year ago today, I met this wonderful human being in St. Petersburg, Florida. We had a coffee date and it went well. Lovely walk around the neighborhood, around the park. She was the mayor. She was the mayor of St. Pete, at least in my eyes she was. She knew everything, logistics, up and coming gentrification projects. Like She was involved in organizing active tournaments within the community shuffleboard specifically. She was a shuffleboard player, like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to say goodbye. I resumed my day, and I went to Tampa, McFinn, McFinnigans, and I watched Manchester City lose to Liverpool. It was dreadful. And then from there, I got, a, I got in a cab and headed to the Buccaneers Stadium. Raymond James owns that town, that island. And I watched the Cardinals lose to the Buccaneers. And then, ended up on the back side of the island and we connected later for shuffleboard nice and then what happened and she played diggable planets for me <laughs> she played the one diggable planet song that i'm absolutely crazy over oh not going to say which one all right but she had it on a mix like she was playing a mix at the shuffleboard tournament and it came on and my mind was blown and i was like this song is like my it's like nacho libre you like all the, the same things that I like. <laughs> 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 oh my God. So that's when it hit. And then when we went back to her place and her roommate kind of disappeared, her and I started getting intense and I had consumed quite a bit of alcohol that day amongst other things. <laughs> and for the life of me, my, I was tired. I was just very tired. And I wish I had known that that was gonna happen. Because I would have had coffee or something, or maybe drank more water, Uh, but I didn't get to consummate the marriage, and thus ended one of the the more tragic stories of my existence of finally meeting that one you know that you just connect with that human being instantly and you just have that connection and you're like you know what yes I'm gonna say yes to you and there's that trust and that desire and that only feeling you want. Ends abruptly simply because you can't get an erection. Oh, so I got backup pills just in case. Ever since that was that was that was the straw, I was like, That's it, I'm going to the doctor. I'm going to the doctor, and I won't say my doctor's name, but she's a wonderful woman and she was very sympathetic and she held me the entire time while I cried in her arms. (laughs) She wrote that prescription. <laughs>
1: my now, <laughs> my mouth has been agape this entire time, dude. You gotta close. You gotta fucking close, man. You gotta do whatever you gotta do to get in the game. You gotta go out to the fridge. You gotta pound some M and M's. You gotta eat some ice cream. You gotta get your fucking head in the game. Stick your head in the fucking freezer. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> where were you I needed you yelling through the window you were fucking too busy sending me postcards I didn't even realize that you were there until you were gone that's right (laughs) oh my Jesus Christ Yeah, you you, you need to keep in touch next time a situation like this arises I'll coach you through it
0: (sighs) be like excuse me
1: I have to step outside real quick and make a call
0: <laughs> <laughs> again if i had known then what i know now like this had never this had never happened to me and i had been fortunate to live you know a reasonably long existence without this occurring still to this day it's it's something i openly talk about because i i know other men are afflicted by it but i i do believe that diet i believe my own health everything that's related to that plays a direct role and i consider myself to be a healthy human being but at that point, I did consume too much alcohol. And alcohol is a complete, you know, it's a dysfunctional drug. It doesn't make any sense. And we recently legalized marijuana here in Arizona. And I'm so happy about that because hopefully people can find some alternative. And I don't think alcohol is the right drug. I think it just makes you too aggressive and too angry. And then you can't perform. Right. And I think there's so much crime associated with alcohol and assault and rape and drunk driving. And it's nasty. People throw up and. They they don't look good. Their eyes are like swollen shut whenever they've drank too much. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a good look.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) We are are on one tonight. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm just envisioning the picture that you're painting for me. (laughs) I wanted to comment on the erectile dysfunction aspect of our society. Mm. And I don't know if I'm an exception to the rule. Not an exception, but I feel like I'm in a smaller category where I can just blow loads and keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I can blow loads into rocks and keep going. <laughs> So for anybody that needs some insight into that reference, because it's going to be made more than once on this show, when (laughs) I met the woman in Moab and we consummated, there was nowhere that I could go. So I just turned around and since we were outside, blew it in the gravel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully nobody was walking barefoot he's <laughs> walking barefoot on the rocks. <laughs> Pretty sure Frank probably licked it up.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to think about it.
0: Wasn't Frank there the whole time? Was he watching?
1: <laughs> I think he was sleeping. He may have gotten up, stuck his nose somewhere where it shouldn't have been. You know. We were caught in the act. Making it a threesome. We were caught in the act. By Frank? <laughs> no, by somebody from your rowing party.
0: It wasn't me. <laughs> if it was me, I would have stayed and I would have, I probably would have enjoyed it too much.
1: <laughs> I probably would have seen a flash come on from inside. <laughs> Dude, I probably started filming the whole thing.
0: I, I probably would have tried to take a picture for sure. <laughs> Just be like, hey, look what you did last night.
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. I was a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I would never, like, interrupt. Like, come out and just be like, hey, can I join in? You know, like, it's the 70s and shit.
1: <laughs> no, you wouldn't?
0: I, I, I've seen it in the movies, like, a hundred times. And the girl's always into it. But it just... Anytime time I've ever tried it out in real life, it's it's never gone well. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Is it? You tried? Fucking pornography it. is so misleading. <laughs>
1: so you've tried and this tactic. Think,
0: <laughs> my, you know, if my father would have just taught me about birds and the bees instead of me having to learn from Emmanuel in Bangkok, then maybe <laughs> my life would be a little different.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. What kind of porn are you into?
0: (laughs) I'm strictly 80s porn. I I just can't get enough of this stuff.
1: (laughs) Is there a particular niche or just all 80s porn?
0: Lately, it's been anal 80s porn. I think Buffy Davis, for some reason, she just gets me. It all comes full circle. (laughs) Back to anal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god do you like it when they blow their load right in her ass are you an ass to mouth guy
0: oh god i see that that always blows my mind because i don't think i could ever do that because even me i don't think i could go ass to mouth like i don't think i could judge the woman or the man the same way (laughs) (laughs) i suppose if it was a guy i probably wouldn't care as much (laughs) <laughs> but I've always been a gentleman anytime I unload anywhere near their face or mouth. Like I try to get them a towel or uh, a blanket or sheet or baby wipe or something. <laughs> Whatever, I always have a towel handy. Near. Yeah, like I don't want to leave it there and, and posterize them like I'm freaking like <laughs> Kevin Johnson on Hakeem one or something. <laughs> 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 I just... <laughs> like oh that was that was great but let's clean you up like let's make sure you're you're okay
1: (laughs) absolutely sometimes
0: it gets in the eye i heard it burns i don't know
1: yeah i try to not get it anywhere near their eyes or face that's why i prefer to just go in their mouth but in the situation i was in with the woman from moab I didn't have enough time to iterate to her that I am a heavy comer, <laughs> and there's no way that she wants that in her mouth because it would have just gone <laughs> blowing out all over the place. Would have made a huge mess, that, and we were sleeping outside, so that wasn't gonna fucking work. Wouldn't have mattered if Frank tried to clean it up or not. <laughs> <laughs> you have to
0: get the hose. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Is it raining? Is it raining? Why are they running the (laughs) hose outside? outside. (laughs) Perfect weather, by the way. Perfect weather in the evening. My goodness.
1: Oh my God. It was so beautiful. Moab is one of the few cities that I visited twice on my road trip. And I'm glad I did. I got to see you, I got to blow loads. It's a good time.
0: I think this was on episode seven, the original love files,
1: our most popular episode to date. Actually. No, the endometriosis episode has been blowing up on Facebook. So thank you to all of our fans that have been sharing that and promoting that. We appreciate it.
0: It was episode eight. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm really proud of endometriosis. I think. Women's voices should be next. I think our listeners out there should have a say, actually.
1: If any of them care to interact, absolutely.
0: So some. this is from one of our new listeners, Dawn. As far as what topics should be discussed or what topics about women don't get dis- discussed enough, definitely female issues. They're not being studied either. Um, they just recently started using females in breast cancer studies. Larger than that, in regards to female issues, is toxic masculinity, which stems from colonization and patriarchy. I believe solving these issues would improve rape harassment, which is 100% for females. And I could not agree more. I'm thankful to have a sister out there who taught me not to rape, taught me not to harass. And I think it's because of that I avoided a lot of problems in this life. And I think there's nothing better than whenever you have that moment and you're like, is this okay? May I, may I enter you? And she said <laughs> and she says yes. Yeah, it's <clears> the best. I just 100% like yes. So thank you, Don.
1: And thanks to your sister.
0: Yeah. I remember I was in Greece and we were in a hotel. And I just, there was this college group from NYU and they were just, I think it was a fuck off class just so they could travel to Greece and ended up at the same hotel in Athens as my family and I was staying in. And my buddy actually was backpacking through Europe, and he came through, and we met two uh, two lovely young ladies, and they said, yeah, we'll go out and we'll party with you boys. And we hit the disco night scene, and God, things were so expensive in Greece. I didn't realize, like, my $100 lasted one drink. Like, it was just the inflation rate was out of control. And there was a table that left behind whiskey, and they just, like, completely left it. And I saw that, and I swooped in like a hawk, <laughs> and I freaking called the team over we all came over and we got freaking wasted off this whiskey because they had left it behind
1: like a bottle and
0: yeah yeah they left like half a bottle nice. with cokes and stuff they had like little table service right and and nobody was paying attention but i had my eye on it because i'm a opportunistic american <laughs> <laughs> take that grace <laughs> you and know, your shitty democracy <laughs> but uh, we 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 hit some street vendor food and and we called it a night and and we were pretty intoxicated. And I remember thinking to myself, like, where is this going to go? Hopefully exactly the way. And once my buddy finally left and he forgot to go actually chase after the girl that I set him up with, um, we were just kind of left in the hotel room together, but it was not happening and I wasn't going to try to force it. So, but it's one of those moments where it's like, if I was a scumbag, I would have done this, right?
1: And I'm proud that you did.
0: I'm not some Stanford swimmer cornering some woman behind a dumpster.
1: Yeah, who was that? Brock. I almost said Lesnar, but I don't want to throw Brock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to throw him under the bus. As far as I know, he's a stand-up guy, and he could rip both of our arms off.
0: Brock Turner. You're thinking of Brock Turner. That's it. Yes, and that's like one of those things. Like when you you see black people getting upset over being shot on camera repeatedly. And consistently, and then here, this was an opportunity for women to to interject themselves in a public debate about privilege and people getting leniency for something they shouldn't be getting leniency on, right? Mm-hmm. And that attorney general was uh, ultimately voted out in uh, that Santa Clara area up there. Um, so that that did have some repercussions. I think I think the judge, excuse me, the judge was voted out in Santa Clara. So I probably should fact check myself, but one of the two or both. <laughs> but regardless, I think you know,
1: people- They deserved speaking
0: it. Speaking up. Yeah. I don't know the specifics of the case. I didn't go to the bottom of the well. The Duke Lacrosse case, I think, is another great example. I think at maybe some point you and I could start, this is just ideas down the road, but you and I revisiting historical components of, you know, our recent future and, and having that discussion-
1: Definitely something worth looking into.
0: Mm-hmm. Enjoy some other podcasts where they talk about OJ or cultural figures, uh, the Malvo shooters, uh, John Lee, Muhammad, or whatever the guy, the sniper, the DC sniper.
1: I'm sure you have one for Kobe, right?
0: I'm indifferent about Kobe because I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. And when he died, he was considered persona non grata because of his basketball accolades. And you were not... Allowed to critique his his uh, torrid past, I call it bullshit. <laughs> now I was respectful and I played his Oscar-nominated cartoon. I gave it, I paid it homage, and I gave man a little. Actually, that's not true. I think I changed my my profile photo to Raja Bell clotheslining Kobe. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you did not show any fucking goose. <laughs> that's what I did. And, and true story, I lost friends over that. Like people, I was told stories later that there were people who needed to interact with me and needed my assistance or help or something and just wouldn't do it because of the Kobe thing.
1: Well, they're lost. They
0: felt that strongly about it. the man, by his own omission, by going through the process, you know, admitted guilt of something, right? And, you know, this is stuff that's not allowed to be disclosed, but this is a, there's a settlement and. It, it, first he denies and then he says, yeah, it did happen. And then we can get into the sort of details of, but some point along the way, as I understand that woman said, you know what? I don't feel comfortable with this. I no longer feel comfortable with this. And T, you and I have both been in this situation where you have that situation. It's like, no, 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 no. We, we need to stop. Right. Absolutely. And what does that do? You know? And then, but some men don't stop. They're like, they try to convince and persuade and, I Had one buddy said, promised to take a girl to the prom. <laughs> and,
1: Jesus Christ! And she
0: came to collect. She came to collect, but he didn't have. He didn't give the number. Oh no! So she came banging on my door. This was in high school, <laughs> and she was like, "I need his number." He said we were going to the prom. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, oh, shit. I had to cover up for my buddy.
1: <laughs> what a uh, bastard!
0: <laughs> I mean, it's shit happens, right? I mean, it, it but it's. <laughs> With Kobe, I think you're used to getting anything you want. I think it's the Trump thing, right? You can just go up to women and you can just grab them by their pussy, you know? And I don't think Donald Trump is wrong in that regard. Like, I've I've seen it play out. A friend of mine played baseball for the Mariners and the guy, just women were drawn to him because of his celebrity status, because of his status. And as a result, people were willing to allow things to, to blur a little bit, to go a little bit further than they would... Had I done it, you know, or, or, or yourself even, you know, we, we'd be put in check. And so when I think you have privilege like that, when you hear no, it just, no doesn't mean anything. Like the, you've just gotten everything you wanted probably since you were 14, 15, maybe earlier, who knows? You were a talented basketball player. So that's all we really care about. And, but at the same time, it's no different. We have to separate the art from the art, from the act. Otherwise everybody's perverted and everybody's corrupt.
1: Well, yeah, we're I talking can't. about putting our wieners in buttholes.
0: <laughs> or Aziz Ansari, who had a sloppy date.
1: <laughs>
0: or Louis C.K., who just can't keep his hand out of his Oh. <laughs> 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 Jeffrey Tubin, you know, he's having a Zoom party. He's taking his fucking pants off. Like, come on, pal. <laughs> you're, you're a legal analyst for guts. But I just everybody's... <laughs> Unrepress your sexual but we're, we're in this sexual bubble so but we have to be it's a respectful sexual bubble so we can't just go around grabbing and raping bottom line
1: yeah we can't just be whipping dick wherever we want it's just hanging
0: brain <laughs> what's the big deal
1: <laughs> it's the people like creed never... that don't think that's a big deal <laughs>
0: <laughs> does he mean what i think he means hanging brain
1: oh yeah <laughs> anybody familiar with waiting will know what he's talking about
0: did we talk about that at all? That
1: episode? <laughs> I think we did.
0: Uh, might have to revisit those, honestly. Well, what else you got left for the love files?
1: I didn't tell you about the kind of porn I've been into.
0: <laughs> I want to know about your your porn fetishes, please. <laughs>
1: I'm all over the place. I've been watching a lot of mom gangbangs. Cream pie gangbang specifically, we're just like eight guys just run train on her and all blow their load in her. It's great. I
0: do find that entertaining as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he goes, I do find that entertaining.
0: <laughs> I could never do it. Like I would never be able to function and with cameras and people looking. I have a hard time keeping it up as it is. <laughs> 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 you, however, you seem perfectly comfortable <laughs> right. Maybe you missed your calling Maybe you, you should have been a porn star
1: <laughs> Yeah, Maybe, maybe I you missed still out. can be a porn star I don't think I could do that But I did have an audience of one At least that one evening And I performed well under pressure
0: Do you have any suspects?
1: I think they figured out who it was <laughs> I think even you know who it was <laughs>
0: If it was the redhead, then
1: yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. She was
0: going for that other dude the whole weekend. If that other dude wasn't there, she would have totally been up in my sleeping bag. (laughs) That is a true story.
1: Swing and a miss there, too. The story of our lives.
0: I think she hit me up on LinkedIn. (laughs) Very (laughs) professional way to slide into
1: your DMs. There's
0: a... Here's a reference letter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if anybody wants to slide into RDMs or share their relationship stories or funny sex stories or whatever they're comfortable with, you may do Favorite so. Type of
0: porn? <laughs> 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 what porn are you into? America, <laughs> England, Abu Dhabi,
1: <laughs> Brazil?
0: Yeah. We're, we're, we're global. It We're global. We're worldwide, baby. <laughs> catch the sky, baby. We're on Mars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you may interact with us on Twitter at CTS Terry or on Facebook or Instagram by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast. Be sure to give it a like and share it with your friends if you enjoyed what you heard today. Until next episode, keep trying to catch the sky.